1: It's time. It's time. time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone with the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al Zane and Brian. When it
0: comes to the playoffs, every team is good, right? You, there are no, unless you're the Minnesota Vikings with Kirk Cousins, the quarterback, right? You're, you're a pretender to that, right? Or unless you're the Dallas Cowboys who get bounced every time by the 49ers. Uh, unless, right. unless you're one of those two teams you're you're a contending team and you're going to be towards the upper echelon of your of your conference and you can't go there with patchwork position groups you can't go there with a patchwork offensive line and expect to win you can't go there with a patchwork receiving core or defensive line you have to have as many people healthy as possible to be able to make as much noise as possible it's not saying that you can't get it done but to give yourself the best chance you have to have all hands on deck it just i just hope that the Niners can go through this season without some major attrition because out there have been only, I believe there have been two teams that have played more games than the 49ers of the last two years. Just it's mm-hmm. number one, the chiefs obviously. And number two, the Bengals and number three is the Niners right behind them. The Niners have played the third most games, including playoffs out of any team in the last two years. They've consistently had long seasons that go, that go that stretch kind of into late into January. And I just hope that that doesn't take its wear and
1: tear on on the team, and and that's something that we'll have to watch. And that's a that's a great point. I think a lot of people just assume they're going to be back where they were. And talent wise, they they should be. Certainly, they're a playoff team. Can they get back to the NFC Championship and beyond? Talent wise, yes. But the attrition is a great point. They've had three really long seasons in the last four years. Really long seasons. And mm-hmm. eventually, yes that 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 does take its toll on people. And, and the attrition the attrition is is it's a great point. Things happen. You need breaks to get where they did and they've gotten the breaks. Are they going to get a bad break here and there? That's why you got to kind of finish it when you're there, you know, at least once <laughs> because you keep yeah. the odds of keep going back. Think back to like, not that I want to be doom and gloom because I do think this team is going to be really good. And I do not think this is 2014. But when you go back to that after 2013, everybody thought they were going to be back. Nobody thought that team was was falling off. And yeah. It was more, I guess, infighting yeah. that made that team fall off because they started out five and three. Mm-hmm. I don't think they look great, but they still look like a playoff team. And then it just all went to hell with the infighting and Harbaugh and, and yeah. there was locker room stuff going on. I don't think that's going to happen at all. Just like you said, attrition, you know, no. people get hurt, things like that. Is that going well, to thing It's going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The other thing is like, you know, I, I feel like every time they've gotten close under Kyle. And it's not necessarily his fault i mean partially it is but partially it isn't because he's the offensive guy but it's been the offense that's fallen short every time it's Mm -hmm. been due to the offense either injuries or ineffectiveness or whatever it is the defense has come to play Uh, you could you could say the chiefs super bowl like okay well you know the defense collapsed in the last six minutes but you're not going to win that game with 20 points against the the greatest quarterback of our generation you're not going to win that so i'm waiting for kyle's offense to finally step up and finally seal the deal because all three times it has been the offense and specifically, obviously, the quarterback position very largely that has held the back. You can't blame him for the, the Brock Purdy thing, right? That's not his fault, right? That's just right. a freak thing. But again, attrition is part of the game. And I'm hoping that they can kind of get over that and be able to put it together on offense to see what they can do with the full season of Kyle Shanahan and a good quarterback. I feel like Brock Purdy being that guy to be able to make a run at this and see what they can do for... A full 17 game plus three or four game playoff run and ending with the Super Bowl win. I want to see that because since he's been here, we've never seen that. We've never seen his team stay healthy throughout the whole year. The one time we did was in was in 2019. And even then they came up short.
1: Yeah, and that was really the only year they've had a healthy quarterback. It was 2019 because Jimmy was banged up in 2021 obviously they went through nine of them this year so uh, 2019 yeah. was the only year they finished the season with somebody who was healthy which is crazy for six years the other name yeah. i wanted to bring up and we'd be remiss not to is daniel brunskill he yes. was a good player for this team he could play every position on the offensive line plug him in at center plug him in at guard he did a great job at tackle in 2019 he goes to the titans ran carthon in the titans for two years i think that was i think that's a huge loss too i yeah. thought brunskill was a really big player for them
0: yeah, and he was Aaron Donald's daddy, too. That's the other thing as well, as
1: yeah. that you, right. I, I've That's, never
0: seen a player. Have you ever seen a guy lock up Aaron Donald like
1: that? I've never seen that. In in your playing, I mean, the Rams are probably going to suck this year, but you're playing a division rival that you owned, and his playing those games is a big part of it. If you can hold Aaron Donald down, it goes a long way in beating the Rams, and he, he did a great job to do that. Brunskill was a really good player for the 49ers.
0: Yeah, he was really good. And also, shout out to Aziz Shire who also cashed in. Great story. Undrafted free agent comes in, makes a huge impact, and now cashes in. What a what a story. Those are, those are the feel-good stories. And, and credit to Larry Kruger. Larry Kruger was the first one that I had heard talk about Aziz Alshair as a, as a potential player when they signed him as an undrafted free agent. He's like, he's going to make this team. So shout-out to Larry for predicting that. And here we are a couple years later, and
1: he's cashed in as a free agent and, and really just good for him, good for Aziz. Larry was big on Purdy, too, wasn't he? He was. He was big on Purdy, yep. yep. Yeah, I remember him saying stuff about that. we got to have Larry back on. It's been a while. He's always fun to have on. Yeah, he's great. I love Larry. You gotta have, we definitely got to have him on. All right, Zane. So kind of wrapping this up here, I know free agency is not totally over and there's a long way in this offseason, but free agency period to this point, what grade are you giving the Niners?
0: I give them a solid, I give them a solid B. And the reason why is because for them to earn an A, you have to fill the edge rusher position opposite Bosa. You have to fill that right tackle position and you need secondary depth. So this could very well turn into an A if, if they can do all of those things. But I think that it's been a great start. They resigned resigned to Sean Gibson. They got Isaiah Oliver. Obviously, Juwan Hargrave with the biggest get. And they made several other smaller signings, like bringing Brendel back. Uh, Demetrius Flying Fowles was brought back as well as a depth piece special teams player. So they're making a lot of the, the smaller signings that they need to make to be able to hold their team together. I just want them to be able to get a starting level right tackle and a starting level edge rusher opposite Bosa. And I think that that B turns into another B plus or
1: A minus for me. What about you? I'm going to give it a B B two, And I think they've done some really good things. The Darnold signing, we talked we talked about it last show, but I love it. I love it mm-hmm. for a third quarterback. You have essentially a guy who, who I think will end up ultimately being a, a good backup in the league. I think that's what he is. I think he's a, a pretty decent backup and you got him for your number three, you've insulated yourselves. I, I love that signing. Farrell, we'll see. It's just a rotational D-line piece. They needed it. The upside is there. I really like the Isaiah Oliver signing, like I said, and Hargrave is obviously a home run. I think he could be a game changer. But like we said on the defense, where is that other edge player going to be? And they've lost a lot of pieces, and that's not their fault. They can't pay all these guys. But some of that depth now that they had is gone. Elshayeh was a really good player. You didn't even worry when he came in. Yep. Now, now that's gone. Ibukam and Amenyhu, you know those guys coming in and rushing. You don't. Know, again, it's great depth to have. You trust both of them. If Bosa's ever out, you trust those guys. They don't have that now. And that's what, what are you going to do? You can't. You can't sign everybody. Jimmy Ward has been a great player for them. Eman I thought was the number one corner. So you lose those guys. They're really tough to replace. Offensively, skill positions look great. I like that they brought Brando back, but you lose you lose the the chess piece in Dan, Daniel Brunskill that you can put a lot of different places, and you lose Mike McGlinchey, who's again probably a, a mid tier right tackle, and that's not a derogatory thing. That's a good thing to have a middle or right tackle. Right. So you lose him, and you have a big unknown there. So, and they don't have a kicker yet, but I'm sure they'll figure. out. Yeah. I'm sure they'll get somebody soon. Um, so I think that. They've done a good job with what they can do. There's still more work to do. So for right now, even with Hargrave, even as much as I like the Oliver signing, I agree. I think there would be.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. And and again, it's very early. It's like day four of free agency. So we have we've got a long way to go. We've got the full off season to talk about this. It's only mid March, and we've got all of camp and the draft and the lead up to the draft slash lying season for a lot of teams and and smokescreen season. But the Niners are going to be picking on on you know day two. They're not going to be picking in the in the first round. So I think that they have some time to kind of sit and wait and see how this first round pans out. I the, the whole Lamar Jackson thing, Lamar Jackson thing is still out there. I would love it. You know that would be a, a dream come true for me to get that level of player as, as quarterback here in the Kyle Shannon offense. But there's a lot a lot of stuff still yet to be settled out. And I think that when we look at everything three months down the line when camp starts and it doesn't settle, we'll look back to these shows and be like, okay, well, you know, we were, we were questioning this and that makes a lot more sense now. And now that we've seen the roster moves. So that's one thing that I've learned about this regime is that they're, while they're not perfect, they have done an excellent job in just changing the culture here. I can't emphasize that enough. The culture mm-hmm. was so terrible when Harbaugh, even Harbaugh was here. The last year he was here, the culture was awful. Like you said, There's a lot of infighting, a lot of crap going on.
1: Mm-hmm. They
0: have turned that whole thing around. They ousted Trent Balky. Kyle and Harry, Kyle and John Lynch, and Adam Peters and Mark Mayhew inherited the worst roster in the league when they came here in 2017. They were able to eventually turn this into a series of assistants that got hired as head coaches, comp picks that turned into really good players, a couple of lucky breaks here and there with Bosa falling into their lap. You know, with with Arizona picking Kyler Murray first, with Cliff Kingsbury being the court, right. their coach. So that's what good teams do; they take advantage of their their opportunities, and and that's what they've done. and They've got this comp pick formula master. They've got the comp pick game. They, they've got that unlock because, you know, all these guys that left this year out, you know what that means for next year, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Com more pick. draft picks. Yep. Yeah.
0: So they've, they've got a, a self-sustaining system here. And I think that going forward, the 49ers will actually be the model that the NFL follows for sustained competitiveness. You put a good coach there who has a good talent evaluator and Adam Peters they understand the value of certain players they let others walk and replace them with comp picks and they're really good at drafting especially in the middle rounds that is going to be the model that teams follow in the nfl going forward
1: 100 percent, and i'm pumped man next week we can get to some draft talk can't wait yep can't wait yep can't wait all right now, let's all get right. out of here bud we're out of here for zane this is l peace